Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Okay, we're going to start the podcast now. Yep. Hey guys, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast, the podcast about randomness, technology, and life. It's got Chris and myself. Hey. And uh, we're two Kiwis, and we decided to make a podcast, and this is it. So, <laughs> well, that's uh, that was, that's exciting. That was I mean, depth. that's really going to get us a lot of listeners. Just that. Well, I'm sorry, we are hunkered down in the shed slash garage under the garage, house. Yeah, the uh, podcast studio, which yep. is you know, and we're wearing not comfortable clothing because. Uh, <laughs> No one I, uh, wants to see your man boobs, Chris. We are um, streaming we, this live on Periscope, and Chris just uh, flashed. I flashed uh, Periscope. He's upset someone. Uh, I don't know who. <laughs> I don't even know who's there, if anyone at all. I'm not getting any hearts. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get some exits, I think. Yeah, no, we. Well, yeah, we, oh no, we still got somebody there. Um, oop, moves that thing. Okay, so um, yeah, no, we just we've just done our weigh-in, our first weigh-in for Diet Bet, dietbet.com. No, they aren't sponsoring us, but uh, they should be. They should be, but uh, check it out. So what what happens with Diet Bet is you can get a whole bunch of people um, together. And they you know do this weigh-in. They have analytics, which um, Sam reckons is a, a, a some grubby old guy. <laughs> no, not analytics. They uh, approve. Oh yeah, what do you call it? algorithm? Yeah. Our algorithm. That's that's John's middle name, and John sits in the corner and looks at the photo and goes, "Yeah, that's about right about your weight and stuff." But anyway, um, so it's a pretty cool app, and you uh, put your weigh in, and you got to take a photo of yourself. Hence the not wearing much in the way of clothes. No, because you um, have to. Uh, so yeah, I was just in shorts. Now I put tracksuit pants and uh, this on just for the podcast. So um, my weight at the moment is. 93.6 my goal weight in four weeks time is 89.9 and the this particular bet this whole bet we're doing is a bunch of um podcasters podcasters from around the world i think we're the only new zealand ones in it so we? far if you want to join you can go and have a look at Podbet and just look type in podcasting and uh you can look at that bet yeah diet diet, bet, in, diet bet not Podbet. Yeah, yeah, diet bet. Yep. Um, sorry, it's called diet pod is the hashtag that we're oh, using. Oh, yeah, hashtag, yep. So uh, you, it's starting in just under three hours, but you've got about, a, uh, I think about, yeah, you can join late, so it's all good. Uh, yeah. I'm coming in at a healthy 108.6 kilos, <laughs> and you only have to lose 4% to get the money back. Which is why I'm the one on the periscope. Yep. <laughs> and uh, that's a bit rough. <laughs> I, I, for this, I have to get down to 104.3, so we'll see how all that goes. Uh, and, and your goal is to get under 100 overall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll car- see. Carry on. So we're going to try the slow-carb diet. Has anyone ever tried a slow-carb diet, particularly those uh, periscoping on Periscope now? If you have, let us know because I'll, I haven't tried it. And it's doing Chris, my head Chris in. Chris hasn't like, read up about it at all either. Uh, yeah, and so Sam's just bought all those uh, beans and stuff for, for you know starting to eat that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I've got plenty of beans. So I have it with my rice. And he's like, you can't have rice anymore. I'm like, oh. What about hash browns? What about hash browns? No, they're out, Chris. Nope. Except for uh, cheat day, whatever they call it, fatter day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna be getting tubs of ice cream for Saturday. Gorging. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's, um, that's uh, you will get progress on this over the next few weeks. Yep. Um, on our um, diet bet. And it'll be, we'll be tweeting that on the Chris and Sam pod. 
which is at our Twitter account. Sam Pod, yeah, on Twitter. So there you go. Um, anyway, carry on, Sam. What are we? What are we talking about? Well, I was just going to say we didn't have a podcast on Sunday, so I think it's the second time since we started that we've missed a, a published date. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a reason behind that, actually. Yes, it was a pretty epic reason from my point of view. Uh, the reason that we did not uh, podcast last weekend is because I was felt we were. But I felt like I was uh, involved with that film more than 12 hours a day, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It, yeah, it was very intense. Uh, it seemed more full on than what I was expecting, yeah. I guess. Um, Have you done a full day at a... You did with Red on the Green with us, eh? Yeah, well, I was only an extra on that. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. So, so that wasn't too bad, but... Different level of commitment with this one. Well, I think... That, and everyone sort of agreed this is the first time that a lot of the guys that do all the stuff that we know it was sort of wasn't really a multi well it is multi-location but just based at different locations where we had people being run backwards and forwards and had parking uh, considerations to think about thanks for the hearts guys yeah 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 oh so we had this was very much more a pro shoot than um we're talking about sorry i'm just gonna refer to periscope now we're you're on the uh chris we're recording the chris and sam podcast episode 43 here in new zealand here in new zealand and um, right now, um, we're just talking about the film that we're shooting in the weekend. So it's called Only Humane. It's destined, hopefully, for uh, the uh, festivals, international yes. film festivals. We spent three days shooting, um, Friday, Saturday, uh, sorry, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I should say. It was more professional than anything we've done before, right? Because yes. we, had we, had profe- had RTs, we had RTs, we had a base, we had a shuttle driver. We had a professional cinematographer with us. Yeah, we had a professional cinematographer that, you, you, that, that cost us a for. couple of grand, which was a cheap rate, a couple of grand. It's being shot on a red. Um, for those of you that are into film, know what that is. We had drone pilots. We had a um, crash car. Yeah, stunts. Um, stunt guy. Um, yeah, so it's, it's it was full. Hey guys, Sam here. This is the bit of the podcast where I accidentally pressed the keyboard and the recording stopped. You missed about 10 seconds. Chris was talking about the weather. Nothing too exciting. Let's get back straight into it. So it would cycle through all of that. And so we're we're filming a scene that's going to take, I don't know, a couple of minutes in the film. And the the road's going to magically go dry, and then it's magically going to be wet again, and then it's magically going to be dry. It's, um, I just hope that edits together okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll just see, have to wait. We'll and see, see how we go. That, that that's that, the the phrase for that is we'll fix it in post. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to just let's look at Sam for a while. Hi, how's it going? Oh, let's move that there. Okay. Anyway, is there on. anyone even watching? Oh yeah, we've got a we've got one now. We were up to two or three before. Oh, it's you know we had some hearts. It's amazing. Through. We need to do a podcast really early in the morning and try and capture some of those more of those Americans. Yeah, because they're all on uh, Periscope. So, so yeah, periscoping. Did you, we want to say anything about that? We talked about that. We last really, time, really. we spoke about that in the last episode. And yep. uh, just just Google Periscope and you'll learn all about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we've been following a few things. The only thing about Periscope that's Sort of starting to bug us, I guess, us, is the whatever, the I'll whistle. I'll turn them off. Um, that it's... happens like a lot at four o'clock in the morning when the yeah. Americans are all on there. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've, I've woken up and I've, I've blarily just listened to them. I've, I've turned it on. I've been lying in bed and watching them. So, yeah, it works. It it's works. Uh, there was um, an amazing stat I saw today for 
What's that one I showed you with the four people? Was that Blab? B-L-A-B? Oh, Blab, I-M. Blab.I-M. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was something like over the last 24 hours, they had over a million and something hours worth of footage broadcast on that. Wow. So that's very similar to Periscope. You have four people on it. It runs in a browser, and you can try and take one of the four people's positions, and the main person that started it can say yes or no. So you can drop people in and out of the conversation. So it's like a panel discussion hot seat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's you can cool. yeah, you can get rid of everybody except the guy that started it, basically. Yeah, eh? that's right. Yeah, so I, I haven't played with that. We haven't played with that, but we might give that a go at some point. Yep, we'll have a look um, at it. Yeah, so so we can we can we can test it, so you don't have to. No, so because we didn't uh, record on the weekend due to being so busy with the filming, and we are filming next weekend. Can we um, tell some stories about the filming? Yeah, why not? Let's go. I was just actually going to say this podcast might be a little bit longer than normal. Yeah, Just yeah, because yeah. Because we've got uh, quite a bit to cover. And and this is a fill-in because uh, we will be filming next weekend as well. So the chances of us getting our regular Sunday episode out is like... Well, this one will go out on Sunday. That's not a problem. All right. So we've missed a week. All right. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah sense. we've missed one week. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't think we'll jam an extra one in. <laughs> All right. No, that, that makes perfect sense now. This is Chris not being very clever. Chris is tired. Chris is... I've been tired since... It's you Friday. Haven't re- you haven't recovered. Saturday night. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, let me just switch that back to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, one of <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, I should say. We won't worry about that. Monday morning. So Monday morning, I thought I was going to get a lion because we had to be at the zoo at nine. And we were just using the we car park. We were just using the car park. Don't we worry, there was we no zoo animals. We weren't filming at the zoo. We were filming a crash up the road a bit, but there was nowhere to safely park there, not multiple vehicles anyway. We were supposed to meet at the zoo at 9 o'clock, so I'm like, sweet, asleep, and I really need to sleep in. And I get a phone call at 6.30 in the morning. Um, our uh, film guy, um, cinematographer, DP, was um, sick. And he's going to make it to the main shoot, but he wasn't. He was going to go in early and do this car crash scene with Adam. So Adam said, uh, "Adam's the director, if you want." Adam, Adam's the director. So, so Adam rings me. He says, "Oh, Joe's sick. Uh, I've got to do this uh, car crash. I'm just going to set up the camera and drive the." the car at i'm like well that's not going to work you need to be behind the camera i'll come around he's a little bit out of town it's a 20 minute drive from here so i jumped out of bed freaking took off out there looked rough as guts I, I pretty much did all weekend anyway so i get out there and we started this car we had an old 1986 toyota corolla uh, that we bought for the crash car and we're looking at this hedge and it looked quite dense and we said, oh, if we drive a car into this, it probably won't go any further than sort of this much, um, sort of part way towards the center of the hedge. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So he had the tripod outside, and he goes, that's not going to work. So he grabbed the camera, and he climbs into the hedge, right? <laughs> and he's got the camera, and he goes, this should be fine. Should and be fine. <laughs> drive towards me. Drive towards me and crash into the hedge. So I get the car. I didn't back it up too far. It wasn't like I got a flying start or anything. Um, but the last words I said to him was, don't flinch. And, uh, yeah, I took off at the at the thing, spun it up. Straight into the hedge. I had to hit the brakes just before I went in. So I actually skidded into the hedge because I could not hit the brakes (laughs) going into the hedge. And which was probably just as well because I stopped less than a foot in front of his camera. And to 
be and it was just as well as wife wasn't watching. She I think he said that as inside. well. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> we found out later the neighbours were watching. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. Um to give him full credit, he did not flinch. And the footage looks pretty good. Pretty good. So um that was good. There was so there was a big hole in his hedge outside his house. But that's cool. So that's one of the stories. You got something to relay about uh, the filming? Um, we hey we uh, we used the services of some trained dogs, which was pretty cool. And um, they one had to play dead, and the other one had to run in front of a car while the car was coming towards it, and uh, then was covered in blood. Um, but on top of all that, we had a fake dog that our special effects dude made for us. Um, did you know that was coyote teeth and jaw and eyes? Yep. Yeah, so, I did. Yeah, he got it from a cool. taxidermy in the uh, US. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so had that and I had to be in a car. Now we just had the fake dog head. The rest of its body was made out of a paint bucket and bits of wood and a lot lots, of duct tape. Lots of duct tape. <laughs> and it was all under a blanket to show, the you know, and uh, it has to fall out of the car onto the child actor that we had. So, yeah, that was fun trying to get the shot of a fake dog landing on this child's face. Yeah, and, and they wanted it so that the jellied slobbery tongue of this supposedly dead dog lands on the child's cheek. Yeah, so which, you can imagine how hard this is. Which to, isn't as easy as it sounds. <laughs> to do. It took ages to do that. So we did that and yeah, it was good. Oh, and one of the other funny bits was we had um, the car swerving off the road to avoid a child. And so yep. we took a couple of, of different uh, angles of that and then that sort of thing. And then we um, and then we set up the camera in the car to get the driver's yeah. point of view and the director's sitting behind uh so the the cinematographer and the director in the back seat of the car with the uh, camera in between them on sort of a tripody thing um looking out the window and the stunt driver's doing his thing swerving off the road and doing it. man i wish we had cameras because his we, face yeah, he's like going fast it was hilarious so yeah that was good fun. That was good fun. So all in all, um, the shooting was good. The shoot was good. Uh, we got all the um, stuff I think we needed, all the shots we needed. Um, and like I said, uh, the drones, we were a bit worried about the drones because it was so wet. But we got oh, one drone. But we got that shot in the end. Uh, the RTs made a huge difference. Um, yeah, no, it was a very professional um, sort of, well, I say professional for us. It was a very professional sort yeah, of Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so it was cool. And we have a lot of people to thank on this film now. I've got a list of all the people we've got to thank. Yes. Enterprise Cars gave us a car. Uh, for, for lots of people. Yeah, and um, yeah. Anyway, all right. So next next topic on the Chris and Sam podcast. If you were going to make, oh, oh, just like that, our flatmate's home, or Chris has pressed the button inadvertently. No, because uh, it's in my pants. I'm Are you going to? Yeah, there's the door opening. Say hello. <laughs> Not so keen. Not Ran so away keen. from you, right. Chris. I was just going to say, if you were going to make a drug lab, where would you put it in? Or where would you make a drug lab? Would you try and do it in, under a dry cleaners? Is that what it was in Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, you know. Was it? A it was a commercial yeah, it was cleaner. A, oh, was it? it commercial laundry. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was yeah, a yeah. commercial laundry. That's right. Where would you do it? Because apparently... Someone's uh, decided to put it into a car, but not just any car. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they uh, put it into a former police car in the boot. Yeah. So, 
because they thought no one would ever check on that. That's, that's such a Hamilton thing to do. So, uh, so these guys buy a a second hand, you know, um, police car. You know, it's it's been sold off, and they decide to turn it into a meth lab, a mobile meth lab made from in a police car. Brilliant. 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 You know what you could be um, doing as you're driving around in your meth lab and things are being made? What's that? You could have like a um, craft brew. A craft brew. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because craft brew people just seem to be a weird lot, I don't really drink much, so I'm not really into the the, cra- the beer scene. But if I... No, leave it. <laughs> this is how much he doesn't drink that's my little. That's my little bottle of drink. That's um, lasted a month so far. Anyway. I don't drink much. But if I did, I would probably be in the craft beer thing and I'll just be talking about it nonstop. But I'm not. But would you try a semen craft beer, Chris? Uh, and it's not it's not human. It's uh, made with bull, oh, oh, bull oh, semen. Oh, okay. That, I, I, thought, I thought you were... Sorry, stag... I thought you were talking about with an A, like a, a, a sailor's one. No, it's... Uh, oh, sorry, stag semen milked stout. So uh, would you give that a go, though? No. No? Just completely no? I... No, no, I don't think so. I don't know how I know... A semen sits stout, no. No, I don't no. know how I know this, but there is a, a, a semen cookbook that you can buy on Amazon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a link some, somewhere. So. so it's a bit like white bait, really, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Actually, <laughs> yeah, really tiny white bait. Um, what do they call white bait overseas? I don't know if they have them overseas. Honestly, I've never heard know. of them anywhere. Anyway. Uh, if you don't know what white bait is, Google it. I'm not going to explain it. Um, <laughs> it's like big semen. <laughs> yeah. Do you like white bait, though? Uh, yeah. I haven't had it for years and years. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, no, um, it's great. I, yeah, we used to have the white bait fritters when they were really white bait fritters. Yeah, at yeah. Back ship in, shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in the 70s, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least, because Chris is really old. <laughs> if you didn't know that already. Actually, following on from the craft beer, did you know New Zealand's first dry bar closed? What a surprise. It. But how how long did it last? Five weeks. Five weeks. <laughs> I was like, but that only just opened. It opened at uh, five weeks ago, and it would open at midnight, and it would serve no alcohol at all. And uh, apparently, that was in K Road, eh? Yep, which yeah. is a main street up in Auckland. And uh, main, uh, amazingly, it didn't work. Whoa! So they are now uh, thinking about getting their liquor license and rebranding and reopening. <laughs> what a bunch we did of... we talked about the on the one of the podcasts didn't we a few weeks back um, did we talk about it on the podcast or we just talk about it it's outside? hard to tell sometimes because yeah. we talk so much because uh, yeah. we're flatmates and so half the time we can't remember if we've actually recorded the conversation or not yeah and half the time i don't we try not to talk about stuff so we do have stuff to talk about on the podcast so yeah. it's a fine line guys yeah, yeah, the the sacrifice we go to 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 give you this entertainment. But we did watch some short films the other day. Do you want to describe Maul? You wrote <laughs> like because actually, I'll, I'll just step back a sec. There's a guy called Richard that I know, and I knew that he'd made a short film. That's what I'd been told, and I didn't realize what it was. And it's an animated short film he made himself, and it's called. I better get this uh, right. Biogenesis. Yes. A biogenesis. Uh, you can check that out on iTunes actually uh, it's pretty cool really cool and it's been to a lot of festivals and won quite a lot of awards and he made yeah, it and it shared. T- t- yeah and it's shared four years yeah, was it something it was a long, like that yeah before they showed that on this television program we were watching there was a move, short, another short movie called More which we had no idea what it was about and Chris will now explain it to you <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't want to ruin it, but I don't think that's going to be. I don't think it. I think it'll be hard okay. To find. So if you don't know what rugby is, you're going to be a bit lost here. But <clears throat> in rugby, there's a thing called a maul, and it was just that. That was the wording M A U L, and it's where a, a group of people come up. Uh, you know. Huddle together, huddle together, and, together run. and run over everybody else, basically with the ball nestled in there. Yep. To gain. So, um, yeah. So, uh, this guy wants to play rugby. He gets iced out from the team all the time. He's not allowed to go into the bar, uh, the showers with them, and all the rest of it. Which He's training is, really, really hard yep, for it. Yep. Um, and it turns out effectively that everybody else is a invasion of the body snatchers type. Alien. They all came from out of an egg. Yeah. Um, and then he gets... What happens to him? He gets attacked. They all jump on him. Next thing, he's in an egg, and, and they all hatches. vomit at it. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. they vomit That was the best it. part. <laughs> and then he hatches out. It is... But, I mean, I'm not doing it justice. No, you're not. It's, it's very strange. I'm hoping it's... it's incredibly it's, weird. If it's on um, YouTube, I'll share it. Hopefully, I can find it. Yeah, if, if we can find it, we will put it in the show notes. We will include the link to a biogenesis in the show notes. Yeah, we'll have And to we will also see if we can get some photos of... What was it we wanted photos of? Not our way in photos, not having that. Um, I can't remember. Uh, photos from the shoot, anyway. Crashed car and stuff, I guess. So I've got Will Fleming on the line, and Will has a new podcast, the Will and Sean Bogus Podcast. So tell us a little bit about that, Will. What's that all about? Thanks, fellas. Yeah, me and my pal Sean, we had this day where we thought, uh, you know, there's so many topics out there that we kind of know about but don't really, you know, have time to learn about. For example, Chris, Sam, what do you do if you need a penis enlargement? I mean, what do you actually do? First of all, how do you know if your penis needs one? So this is just one example of uh, this crazy new zany podcast where me and my pal Sean uh, will find out for you. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Thanks for that. No, no, that's cool. Um, we'll, we'll definitely be checking that one out. Sam's way more interested in that one than I am. <laughs> Sam, Sam, if you jump online to boguspodcast.com, there's answers there for you. We call the clinic. We see what the options are. We call the sex shop. We ask them what their options are. And uh, overall, I think you'll find the answer to the question um, that... I'll just tell you the answer. We're mostly all average. <laughs> That's what average means. That's good to know. That's right. All right. Thanks for that, Will. And um, we'll check that out. Thanks, fellas. Love your podcast. Oh, yeah. So we crashed a car on Monday. Oh, did we even talk about that? We said we, we had a crash car. We we rolled it down the hill five times. Now, that sounds awesome, but it didn't go boom, 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 five times. It went boom. And then we'd lift it up and went well, it actually, it, And then we drove it right the way around the fields and brought it back up to the top of the hill and went boom. It did one revolution and yeah. landed on its wheels again. Yeah. So it went from wheels to roof to wheels. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, five times. Individually, so we, but we got some great footage. We had three uh, cameras on it, like um, GoPros and stuff. Yep, uh, in it on it, and we had uh, three external cameras on four. it. Four, another GoPro, the one on the gate. Oh yeah, the, yeah, my GoPro. My GoPro was put in the 
path of it so that it would go over it. Now, I don't know if you know this yet, but... Chris um, has the sacrificial GoPro. Yeah, mine was... Because it's the oldest one, anyway. Um, but Adam goes, oh, yeah, um, he showed me the footage. He goes, I... Because I said to him, have you got the settings right? Because I didn't know if it was 720 or what, 1080 yeah, or yeah, what I'd set it Yeah, because they were fiddling around with yeah. the settings for quite a while. I said, you get the settings? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah got, got all that. And because he was downhill of the car, it was the dangerous position. So it was like... Set it and go. The first three rolls, yeah, is a photo of his face. <laughs> he he didn't have it on video. <laughs> he just clicked. He took a yeah, photo of his yeah. head. He goes, um, but but we got one good one in the last roll. The last one was the charm, eh? Like that was. Oh a- yeah, yeah. No, so uh, yeah, because Joe got good stuff on the last roll. I did, and um, there's one. Uh, there's a camera inside on the seat, looking at the side window, and as it rolls. It hits the ground and the side window explodes. Oh, yeah, I forgot and about that. Right in front of the camera. It looks great. Excellent. So, so that's cool. Did I? I this is another. So we'll get a photo of some, something of that yes. car. This is yes. another story. I don't think I. I know I spoke to you about this, but I don't think it was on podcast. Uh, I was talking about Hitchbot, which is a little robot that they've let out into oh, the yeah, wild yeah. for the second time in its life. I think some Canadians let it go. And it sits on the side of the road and it basically wants a ride somewhere. And you can pick up the robot and take it somewhere. It has got a place it needs to get to. So uh, I think it lasted like a week, and then it got destroyed in Philadelphia. It lasted three days in the States, I think. Yeah. It yeah, was so ridiculous. That, it's, it has traveled across Europe. It's traveled across Canada. It's traveled, I think it traveled somewhere in Asia. And okay. then they put it in America, and it lasted three days. How long do you think it would? I, I don't think it would get destroyed in New Zealand. I think it would get stolen, and you'd never see it again. And someone would have it in their house, and you'd go around, and if you're having a drink or something, they'd be like, oh, bring out the box. And they'd bring out this little robot. And, they'd be, and, you'd, and you'd be like, why has it got a tinfoil hat on? Oh, it's got to block the GPS so they don't know where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just and imagine it, I, that. I reckon they, they'd turn it into a bong. <laughs> Drill a big hole in the side, and be like, just jam this pipe in there. It was going yeah. great, guys. Going great. <laughs> I could see that happening in New Zealand. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Hey, last week I lost my uh, Logitech um, unifying receiver. Do you know what that is? I have no idea what that is. That's this little thing here. Oh, the stuff that makes the thing that makes your mouse move. Yeah, if you've got a wireless mouse, you yep. plug that in, and the unifying ones mean anything unifying can control other ones that are unified. So anyway, I lost that somewhere between home and work or at work. I don't know. So that was quite annoying. So I was googling. So did you have to get a new mouse? Uh, I've got two. One's upstairs, one's down here, but I've only got the one at the moment. Right. Um, So I was Googling, you know, about unifying uh, receivers, and you can buy them in stores for like 20 bucks. Oh, that's all right. But the mouse only costs 16. So, you know, why would you just buy that thing? But someone said, hey, three years ago on a forum, if you email Logitech, they might be able to help you out. You know, they might have one. So I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. So I email Logitech. I quite like most of their products. I've used a lot of their stuff over the years. Yeah, yeah, same. And uh, I sent them an email and I said, hey, look, can I, do you have spare parts and can I have a unifying receiver, you know, or do you have them for sale? Oh, no, sorry, we don't have them for sale. But what we can do is we'll just lodge a uh, claim uh, against faulty workmanship or something and we'll give you a refund. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I'm the one that <laughs> lost the bit. There's nothing wrong with any of it, but we'll give you a refund. So I was like, okay. So they then sent back uh, an email and they said, oh, yeah, no worries. We can do that. Now, we use some weird money transfer system called Money something. Around. I can't remember the last name of it. Now, they may not be in your area, but here's the website. Can you go and check? 
Where do you, so from what I can work out, they're in Australia all over the place. Where would you expect a money lending place to be in Auckland if they have minimum branches? Like there's not many of them. Well, it's either going to be central, it's going to be South Auckland. It's, you know, like it's going to no. be one or the other? No. They have one little pokey branch, and I can't imagine what it would look like down in Upper Hutt. There's one in Upper Hutt. That's it. So I wrote back and I said, Upper Hutt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. So, so I said, oh, well, you know, thank you for the offer, but it's just too crazy. It's miles away. And then they came back and said, oh, no, well, that's okay. If you have the receipt, and I don't know if I have, and I don't know if I can actually be bothered, we can do a bank transfer, but it's going to take up to 14 days. That's hilarious. So they, um, yeah, want to give me a refund for a part that I lost. See, now... Which is crazy good customer service, but also a bit strange. That is strange. So now you've got me wanting to do a bit of a rant time here. Oh, rant time. Rant time. Rant time. So I did my Inland Revenue tax return, and it owes me money because Inland Revenue owes me money. Um because I got made redundant at the beginning of the year, actually the 1st of April, which is the first day of our year. Um, I got tax my, uh, of our tax year, I got my, um, what do you call it? My redundancy pay. And yes. they taxed it to the max, right? Yes. And then I didn't work for like most of the year. I got a job the following 1st of March. You barely work now when you've got a job. <laughs> Shh. Uh, so I, I did some part-time work. I got some, some, some part-time income. But yeah, so I got, I got a decent uh, few, few grand coming back to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's not what I'm ranting about. What I am ranting about is two years ago, uh, I used one of those inland revenue agent services. You know, we have like, a lot of those popping up in New Zealand because yeah, apparently people don't know how to use the internet and do it themselves. Yeah, um, so it's like, oh, we'll get you a thing. We'll just take 50 bucks. Or I think mine was a 50 buck flat fee, and I think okay. some of them are will take a percentage up to this amount or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, mine was a, I think it was 50, it might be 30, probably 50, I think. $50 flat fee. So it's like, ah, uh, I haven't got time to work it out. I, you know, I know I could do it, but I just can't be asked. So I'll get them to do it. Two years ago. This is two years ago. And they, um, they didn't do anything with my charity receipts. And I had like 500, 600 bucks I'd given to charity and I had yep. all these receipts. So I'm like, hang on, hang on. You've got to put these in. Oh, that's just more work for us. Yeah, because well, they just, just want to do paying that. you freaking 50 bucks. That's the whole point. So I was really upset. And I said, nah, don't do it again. So next, last year, I don't think I did anything, but I had, minimal stuff yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, this year, I've got a refund. And I'm like, sweet. Guess where the refund went? Dun, 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 dun. It went to that bloody tax, tax refund agent. company. Yeah, thing. yeah, because they still had their bank account with it. So I, I, I get this phone call from this. You didn't. I was there when you got the phone call and you did not want to talk to them. <laughs> I know. Hey, it's, uh, oh, I can't even remember what they are. Amy, my my income refund whatever. or whatever it is. And I'm like, uh, yeah, 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 no, uh, I'm not using you guys anymore. I don't really want to talk to you. I think I said that. I you don't want to talk to you. You did say that. It sounded really said, weird. And she goes, I, and I think you do want to talk to us. I'm like, why? She goes, because we've just had four grand put into our bank account in your name. I was like, oh, God, she goes. Um, you know, we we can revert. What we'd normally do is reverse it back to inland revenue, and then they'll send it to you. It'll take a few weeks, or or for thirty dollars account fee, we can we can it. just transfer it straight to you now. And I was like, send it back to IRD, you <laughs> rapacious. Ah, I oh, so so wound up about that. Anyway, today I rang IRD and said, how long does it take? 
just to, oh you, cause okay, I, yeah yeah because I was thinking these guys are just going to have it sitting there for ages yeah yeah they can't IAD can't reclaim it back they have to like it has to it has to be pushed from the other side oh okay so they have to send it back and then IAD said you've just got to keep looking in your account when it comes up with a credit there ring us again and we'll resend it to the proper bank the proper account, bank account which, is, which is now I've put in there but that's my rant time why do these bastards charge all this money you know and and they're getting away with it like thirty dollar because they can account fee for doing nothing no but yeah but every year the IRD publishes that massive list in the newspaper eh where you can look up with all those how many people is it like ten thousand people that they owe money to and they're sitting on thirty million dollars worth of money and none of these people have claimed it that's how dumb people are some people are owed like fifty thousand dollars they must have big companies or I don't know what the deal is and they just have no idea. And every time I look at that list, nah, I'm never on the list. Why? Because I get paid salary. I've, I've never looked on the list. I, get I should pay. check. <laughs> yeah, you should check. Uh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. You should actually. Because I'm, I'm probably one of those people. I could totally see myself doing that. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Changing the subject. I will change the subject a little bit. I want to bring up the Codfather. Did I say cod or god? I said cod, as in fish. As in fish and chip shop. As in the Codfather fish and chip shop here in New Have Zealand. Have you got the photo of that there? Uh, um, can yeah. we show that on... Um, hang on. I'm just trying to find it. You just keep talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. the uh, There's a fish and chip shop, and I can't even remember where it was, and I did read the story today. Yeah, so I, I wrote it. I, I said we got to talk about it, but I only read still the headline. I never got around to actually researching by reading the story. Well, that, that's not really your style. <laughs> you just go, I read a headline, and if it's not contained within the headline, then I don't want to know about it. Yeah, pretty much. But um, The Codfather, which is a pretty cool um, It seems catchy, eh? Fish, you know, a fish and chip you shop. You think I can find it? And, it? and it had a pretty cool um, logo, which was, you know, a blue cartoon fish in a tuxedo or something, you know, very much obviously taking off the Godfather, um, the Godfather, and I thought that was yeah, cool. and they actually went through the process quite well. Um, oh, they did. Yeah, this is why you need to read the story, Chris. But there it is. I don't know. If you oh, can yeah, see that very see well. That. Yep. So they got someone to design it, uh, the logo, which is good, and um, they it's in Martinborough and they took over the struggling fish and chip shop and Okay, bought, Martinborough, just for those that don't know outside of New Zealand, is a tiny little town. Little pokey town. Um yeah. Cod is the signature dish and uh they employed a graphic artist, they came up with the signs, they made inquiries with Intellectual Property New Zealand about the use of the name the Codfather. He was in the final stage of registering the Codfather trademark and then boom, they got a letter from Paramount Pitcher Pitcher's lawyers opposing the application and asking them to stop using the Godfather stylization. So, I now I got to say I would think that that's good for the theater, the the film. You know what I mean? Like every time somebody goes and has fish and chips they're thinking, "Oh yeah, the Godfather, I should watch that movie again." So, it the thing with um any of these stories is the comments. It's the comments that make or break a story. And I'm going to stop the the um, periscope because oh, it's frozen. <laughs> oh, it's frozen on me! Yay! Yeah. So I sorry guys, I can't even stop it. So anyway, yeah. Sorry, technical so, issue with periscope. Periscope is now kaput. Dead, or you're just looking at the ceiling. It's hard to tell. Um, so I mean, there's always two sides to every story. And which, what side are you on with this? Like, I think it's just stupid. 
Just let him do it. Oh, t- dude, I think it does more. So, so there's two ways this is harmful, right? First way, I think there's no benefit in getting them to stop, right? So, no. like I said, they they're reminding people of the film The Godfather. Yes, obviously it's it's tying into The Godfather. Um, so they're reminding them of that, which is beneficial for the film. Yes. And secondly, which is what came out nineteen seventy something. Yeah, and secondly, doing this just make them look like assholes. Yeah. You know, um, like that's just damaging their brand, Paramount's brand, I think. Well, the, you know, some of these comments is just saying country bumpkin naivety just doesn't wash with me. This is a blatant ripoff of someone else's IP. If they had hired a decent design company to design their brand, they would have been told this up front. Um, oh, and then, really? Yeah, and then the next comment, some awesome person is responsible for reporting this company to Paramount. Well done, you. <laughs> uh, apparently there's minions and how, how much of sa- that was sarcasm it's hard to tell on that yeah, one. it really yeah, is yeah, it could re- be totally I'm, sarcastic yeah. or it could be have a look at minions and me cleaning in Christchurch another absolutely shameless riding on the coattails of other people's hard work and intellectual property but I but hang on when does a mashup or a meme become more than just the original you know what I mean yeah yeah so I don't know uh, it'll be interesting to see how they go actually they get a bit um, antsy about that, so it'd be interesting to see if they try and take it to court, like if they say no. Because um, our friend Adam went to court with Apple, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember yeah. that? He took a- Apple to court, he, yeah. What happened? why not? No, what happened was they had a glitch on their website, <laughs> yep. and they listed all the stuff for like 87 cents or something, and it was um, phone cases and accessories, and he brought, I don't actually know how much he brought, but he brought a lot. <laughs> and they, they shipped it to him. It, like, it, it was something like $900. No, no, no. Because, yeah, he, he, it, it was a wrong price and he rang them up. Yes, and said, well, is and this said, correct? And said, hey, look, uh, on your website, these things are listed at X price, which was ridiculous. Like, it was like cents. It's like $900 worth of product for like 50 bucks or something in the end. Yeah, yeah. And he said, is this correct? And so he rang them. He got the guy's name yes. uh, that he spoke to. And the guy said, yep, yep, no, that's all right. And I think he right. had an email as well. Yeah, I think he got something in writing too. He's so he's not clever. stupid. So, yeah, anyway, sorry, carry on. Yeah, and basically they said yes. And then right at the last second... They um I know it was after he ordered it, but they didn't send it to him. They stopped. They cancelled the transaction and refunded the money or something. And then he stepped in with the um Consumer Guarantees Act. You know, uh no, well yeah, well, it's 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 commercial law. So you've got invitation to treat, then you've got offer and acceptance. Yes. And because he had gone, they had to live with the deal. And they said no, we don't. And, and he took him to court. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, representative didn't show from Apple for some reason. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he managed to have all his goods. Yeah. Cheap, cheap price. Yeah, so that's Adam Crouchley from Up and Adam. Up and Adam. If yeah, you, you want to check, check out, out his, his photos and stuff, he's just come back from Samoa doing lots of Has tourists. he come back? I think... Oh, I, I keep seeing photos from Samoa and I don't... He might still be there. Uh, talk about Jamie. Uh, Samoan Tourist Board has flown him out there so that he can take photos for businesses over there and charge them. And he loves it because he can fly his drone wherever he wants with no restrictions. Oh, really? Oh, I never thought of There's that. There's no rules over there. <laughs> Just do whatever you want. They don't care. <laughs> awesome. And he's a, he's a celebrity who's telling me he's walking down the street there because he's um, a, very, gin, a ginger. <laughs> very pale ginger. Uh, so yell out to Adam yeah. if you're listening. to. So um, that almost wraps us up for this episode, actually. 
Oh, really? We're doing quite well. We did cover a lot. We did. So there will be lots of show. Lot. Of, let me start again. There will be lots of show notes, links, and videos if I can find them on the Chris and Sam podcast. That's dinging because it can't auto save something. I don't know. Okay. We're still recording this time. Uh, yeah, at the moment. Um, <laughs> I'm like, honestly, so close to throwing this out the window. But um, yeah, well, don't I, worry about that. When my tax refund comes, which might be a while now, it's getting a new gaming rig for me for me upstairs and my old computer, which is pretty grunty still, will be down here. It's going to be uh, repurposed for the podcast studio. Yes. So that'd be cool. That so where else can cool. they see, uh, find us, Chris? They can find us on Facebook, the Chris and Sam podcast. Yep. Have a like. Uh, leave a comment if you want, or yep. just have a yarn. It'd be and, good. and yeah, and questions. Ask us some questions of anything you want us to cover Actually, in we, here. We next time we will do that live on Twitter because that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our responses. Yeah, so yeah, that's good. Totally. And um, yeah, and also, uh, so we're in there. You can check us online where all the show notes will be. The Chris and Sam Podcast dot com. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, the two light bulb heads. You will see that, and uh, just pop into the uh, the relevant episode, and you'll see all the show notes and bits. And yeah, pieces. and we'll keep you up to date with how this uh, diet bet thing's going. Yes, it may be crash and burn, or it might be epic. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I'm already sort of regretting saying yes and paying. I've put the money in. Oh, we didn't explain how that works. So you all, everybody who goes in, puts money in. Yeah, whatever. Those who make it to is. the end. The money's divided between them. So we have to lose so, 4% of our body weight in four weeks. Yeah. So if we fail to do that or we drop out partway through, uh, we don't get our money back, but I, somebody else does. I am betting, I am hoping that some of these Americans don't pull through away. <laughs> because the dollar's so crap at the moment, I'll take their American yeah, dollars. Yeah, so, so they're all putting 30 bucks in. Ours came to, what was it? $45.70. $40, yeah, 45 bucks. It's like, uh Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, let it ride, and then when it comes back, our dollar has fallen lower. We'll we'll make a killing on this. Yeah, we should have a good profit, <laughs> hopefully. So anyway, until next time, I'm Sam, and I'm Chris. Thanks for listening. Take it easy. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.